take a good look. I can't keep doing this. I it. said look at it. More your sister's handiwork. No, no, Annie didn't do Come that. Come on, Tarot, cut the bullshit. I'm onto your sick games. Why do you keep saying this? You've been covering for her all along, haven't you? You don't know what you're talking about. It's him. Who? Your friend the candy man? Yeah. You afraid, Tara? Let me go. Should we call him? You're crazy. Candyman. No. Candyman. No, don't. Candyman. No. Candyman. Don't. Candyman. <laughs> And good evening. Welcome to the Year of Fear. Back at Bam, and that little clip uh, terrified me. Not sure if it terrified Mike. Did it terrify you? That little clip that we were playing. Yes, of course. Sure. Hey, breaking <laughs> in my boots. <laughs> like these clip things, it's a new thing we're doing. By like you guys, when you hear, usually we play a trailer. We play movie clips, which I think is a lot smarter. Thanks, Mike. Good job. Um, and that clip, literally, I haven't seen the movie in a bit, and I'm just like, shit. Um. I know what's going to happen. It's coming. And you can just hear like the, the hook just go in him and just go. If you guys couldn't tell, we're doing Candyman 2, which is farewell to the flesh. Or. Or. Black of the berry, sweeter the juice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. I was going to leave that one all for you, buddy. All for you. So, yeah, we're doing Candyman 2, where, which is, of course, the OG one. Tony Todd is back. A whole new cast of characters and i guess it sort of picks up a couple years afterwards i think they mentioned in the prologue what's going on we're in a new city new orleans and um candy man's up to his hijinks again mike when is the last i'm sorry oh no no go ahead now i was actually just i was just bringing up some stuff here yeah so yeah this is uh it filmed definitely a few years later i don't know about the time frame i'm like you said i'm sure we'll we'll give us a little prologue about what's been going on here yeah, what's been going on in the world of the Candyman? Because if you saw the first film, he supposedly died, but as in everything, especially with slasher killers, you know they always find a way to come back. Always find a way to come back, and so does the Candyman. So uh, let's just go right into it, Mike. Um, I got the movie here in zero zero zero, and I'll do a little countdown, and we'll go three, two, one, press play. Good old Polygram Studios. Just kidding. I don't even know how the hell they were. <laughs> now, here's the thing that's a new thing from the last film. Um, you mentioned, and when we were watching the, um, in the, if you check out the archives, the first Candyman we did, never mentioned he had a name. Just mentioned his kind of like his history. And now in this one, in the opening scene, the opening, well, Prologue here. You find out he has a name, Daniel Robitaille. And I believe this professor was in the first film. Yeah, he was the one where she, because uh, the, they were having a little competition 
because he was uh, writing a similar book, like mm-hmm. that she was the same thing as she was kind of working on with her report. And he was the one that kind of basically was talking about the same origin we're seeing right now, except it has a name, it more visual stuff on there. So if you saw the first film, you would know all about this as he was speaking it. You're just going to see it now. And actually, Candyman was this guy's first uh, movie, the, the first Candyman. That was his first movie that he had done. Yeah, this is three years after the Chicago murders. Yeah, I was just looking it up right now. Which coincides with the movie, which I think is kind of cool. Like, it literally, like, you know, they're, like, keeping it on track because this was three years later when this movie was released. Mm-hmm. Oh, look, he finally got to read it. Come on, man. You were in the first film. You know what's going to... Oh, actually, he didn't know. Oh, <laughs> what a bad thing to do, man. Come on, man. Probably scare people like that. Well, I guess it's a way to drum up sales. What did you think of the location of New Orleans doing the sequel here? Kind of fitting, kind of setting. I mean, we were talking about like his um his well, back. If they're gonna go with the whole, you know, Civil War, you know, antebellum kind of back storyline, it's got to be set in the South. New Orleans is best because I mean, it just it's filled with with spirits and mythology from just like the the uh, the the voodoo, you know, the voodoos and the you throw in like the Anne Rice, you know. I mean, there's just so much like. Just mystery with you know, with that area. So what better to put a serial killer who can't die and who's basically from the Civil War era? It wouldn't work in Chicago. You couldn't. I mean, I know it's breaking away from the whole mythology or the, the thought process that this was a ghetto or not ghetto but urban like kind of you know idea in it. So that that's the one thing I thought it was kind of weird about why they changed it. And Rice kind of owns her career in New Orleans. And like you said, she... Which is so funny is she was born in New Orleans, but she did most of her writing in San Francisco. Oh, really? See, I thought she she was just stayed in New Orleans. No, 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 no. She, she, uh, her family left New Orleans when she was fairly young, moved to Texas, uh, some things with her father, like jobs and stuff like that. And then her and, uh, uh, she ended up going to college out in San Francisco. She met Stan, her husband, who, who they, you uh, were married you know, to through through the rest of their lives and um and yeah so she, he was like the head of like a hospital mm. um and like she was they she kind of like or not a hospital i'm so sorry he was he was a, he was a he was an oh, no, he, he was an english professor thing. sorry no i was jumping i was jumping across like 
I was jumping into one of her fucking stories, Mayfair Witches. Sorry, no, he was he was an author. He was a he was a, like um, he was uh what whatever they call it. I think he was he was tenured out there. So she like basically was like you know we're gonna let him do his thing. I'm just gonna. She just wrote on the side like they both did. Like he was a a pretty famous poet, and uh, mm. so she uh so she's continued to write on the side just for fun and a goof and and then just it's kind of like it flip flopped around. But she spent most of her time most of her life out in san francisco she did buy finally come back to new orleans buy a house and that's where everybody knows you know that she had a uh, home there they in the uh i think there for a while they were doing the the halloween party that they were having and then they turned over, over to, over to, to a cathedral yeah I, I was gonna ask you about that like i guess i'm not sure if they still do it but yes. like one of the yep, they still do yep do like a yearly yep. kind of like masquerade ball i guess it's their, that's it's their halloween it's their halloween ball that they that they do Oh man, I would love to go to that. Yeah, I mean it's it's pricey. I've looked at it, but it's it's masquerade. You got to go. You can't just go. You know, go half ass in. You got to. You you're not only you're spending money on your ticket, you're spending money on your costume as well. Yeah. Oh my god, that guy looks like J.R. Reed. If you guys are basketball fans, he's very old North Carolina power forward. It was a bust in the NBA, but guy has like the fade Eric. just looks like him. Again, what they do in this film, that's so cool. It's not only just a slasher killer with his background and all that, why he does what he does, but like the atmosphere, like you get this right here, the blinking lights, the door paddling back and forth. The music is, it just, everything is just, Oh, that he's gone. I mean, that's a big trope. I know that in horror movies, especially. I think they're trying to get away from that. But what kind of trope is that? Well, like you know, the door like bouncing and you know back and forth, and then you see him, then he disappears. I know that they still they still do that. I don't think we'll ever. That that that's the whole point of jump scares. That's where you get the best jump scares. And just because it's a trope doesn't mean it's bad. <laughs> you gotta no, realize no, that no, no. Every, every, a lot of folks have got thrown a trope and get, get so it's given this bad connotation. I'm like, well, they're tropes because they work. And they're no, gonna, I'm not yeah, saying it's yeah. bad. I'm just saying it's a trope. It's just been done before. And I farewell to the flesh. That's my best Tony Todd impersonation I can do. If we ever get my brother on here, he does a spot on Tony Todd. Why you do that, man? I thought <laughs> I felt something cold over my shoulder. Uh, Louisiana, New Orleans, a place I have never visited. But um, I'm gonna try to change that. So, uh, Bernard Rose, the director and and screenplay writer of the first Candyman, he was ready to do this movie. But it wasn't be this movie. It was supposed to be the sequel Bernie wanted to make was a prequel and see where Candyman and Helen fall, fall in love. And uh, But the uh, studios turned it down because they didn't want an interracial love story. So, yeah, he was originally looking at doing it. I think that's one of the things that kind of adds to the story is the interracial love story. I know exactly. It's like so you don't want to do an interracial love story, but you did it anyways. And yeah, know. it's it's it's. 
it's one of those things like people don't if it's blatant people have issues with it but if it's like a subtext people seem to be okay with it I'm like but it's still there you, you just have to look <laughs> yeah it's just it's the same like you still have the original love story so i don't know what the big deal was but, yeah you know it's just out of the time so i'm like yeah whatever I don't know why I kind of like the DJ in this. I mean, it seems kind of goofy. Him just kind of like, oh, wacky, what's going on? But I kind of like that. It kind of reminds me of uh, the movie we haven't done. is a trick or treat. Not trick or treat, just trick or treat with Gene Simmons, where he plays like a, uh, I guess, a radio DJ. And he's like commentating, narrating to the whole family. Hey, man, this killer's out there. They, they did that in a uh, Hoobie Halloween as well. Yes, they did. Yeah, I keep forgetting about Hoobie. It was a good film. It's oh, like it wasn't. Yeah, it's funny. It was fun. to me. I tell somebody they're like, I don't know. Another one's like, like if you're an Adam Sandler fan, this is like the like a amalgamation of everything of all of his movies. There's like a guest star from every movie, and some of them played the characters they played in those other movies. Yeah, a lot of his comedies have been, let's be honest, trash <laughs> for a while. But like Hubie Halloween was nice. I liked that one. It was cute. I wouldn't say his movies have been trash. I mean, honestly, most of a lot of his movies, like, comedy, his comedies have been like when he goes into drama, that's been pretty good. I like his drama shit, which is kind of weird to say. But you got to realize most of his most recent comedies are ones you and I have talked about and we like grownups. Mm. Like, I mean, but for every grownups, you have a Jack and Jill and then you have like everything after that. You're talking, Although you're talking about something came a decade ago. Oh, <laughs> well. Yes, Still. I mean it's like yeah, I mean he's been good for a while. He had one, well, he had a couple of stinkers, but when you look at his career, you know, and then you look at cut, you know, you look at stand-up comedians' careers and and see what he's done. Yeah, no, he's been. Still, I think you should stick to drama, though. Really good dramatic actor. Now, didn't I hear this film kind of suffered the same? Well, it didn't suffer fate wise, but it, it was like it wasn't built to be like the Candyman. It was built to be an anthology as well, like Halloween. I think I read somewhere. No, not that I had ever read. Is this David Boreanaz? Holy crap! It looks like him. Who does the music in this film? Phil Glass, Philip Glass, really good. This side of life has always fascinated me, like the uh, aristocratic, like richy uptown people in New Orleans, kind of like the old Southern money. What do they call it? old money? Oh, dear God. What happened? Oh, no, no. I'm just having a freaking nightmare of my job. 
or complaining to the to the to the, <laughs> to the alarm company. And it took you forty five seconds to call us. <laughs> I just, I, I yeah, sorry, just oh man, it's just okay. bad, just bad, bad. Little job flashback there. For your customers, right there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Let's see. He did scoring for Hamburger Hill, Thin Blue Line, A Brief History of Time, The Truman Show. Person of interest. That was oh, oh, wait, 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 hold on now. In 2008, uh, Rockstar released uh, Grand Theft Auto 4 featuring glasses. Cruet got. So he's got two songs in there. Watchmen trailer that he, his music was used in the trailer, not in the film, but in the trailer. So, yeah, he's been in quite a, quite a bit of stuff. Now, I like his score so far for the Candyman. He was also used in season three, chapter six of Stranger Things, uh, the ending of that. So, yeah, it's definitely uh, used used quite a bit. Good on him. That's Kelly Rowan, I think, on Who? the left side. The younger daughter, not the older one. Yeah, Kelly, she reminds me of um, when I like when I first saw this and when even when I was seeing like some of the pictures from it. Um. Oh shoot! Just do a blank. She doesn't. She doesn't really act anymore. Um. Yeah, we're not gonna bring up that one. Yeah, we're not gonna bring up. It's. No, it's Wikipedia. It's got nothing to do with the computer. It's Wikipedia. Uh, Bridget Fonda. Yeah. yeah. That's who I thought it was when I first was looking at this. She's got that haircut like Bridget did. Well, the haircut, the, I mean, she's just, I mean, it was a popular style, but just like the face as well, very reminiscent of Bridget. Yeah, it looks a little like that Bob Eric. Yeah, it does look like that. This guy looked, man. I don't want to say it no more, but wow. Here we go. There's the hard-nosed cop. Candyman works quick. I wonder if they would ever do like a um. They did. I know Friday the Thirteenth did it, where you could play as Jason or the uh, the camp kids. But if they were like try to make a game, like I'm surprised they haven't tried. Like Friday the Thirteenth was pretty successful. Like why haven't they gone like further? Make a Candyman game. Like Candyman game would be kind of cool. Or even Nightmare on Elm Street. That'd be weird. Not really, because it's not 
You don't think that will work? No, because you have to call Candyman. Like, that kind of kills the whole game. Just don't call him. I win. <laughs> I mean, like, you don't you don't call on Freddy. He comes and calls on you. Jason, you don't call Jason. Jason comes after you. Those those are those are the killers that come after you. Yeah, no, this is you. You got to call him for him to come over and fuck with you. So yeah, it's just kind of. No, they did it in sort of Friday the Thirteenth. You you know. You what? You kind of pause there. No, I was just thinking about something else. It just crossed my mind. That's why I stopped. I don't know. You could do it like one of those pick your adventure games. How about that? Uh, that's what I was doing. Like I, I, tell- I just don't. Yeah, I just don't think it's. It, it doesn't have enough behind it. Not enough films, too. I mean, you got to realize by the time they came out with like a really good Friday the Thirteenth movie or game, how many were like thirty years into into their career? You know, with, with how many movies? There's a, there's enough lore behind it. Can't like I said? I just don't think Candyman would just it wouldn't warrant a great game. I wouldn't want to play it. I mean, I'm like that just. If you are fans of the OC, Kelly was the uh, the mother on that show. I watched a little bit of the OC. I won't lie. OC has a little bit of a, a DC connection as well, if you remember. A show that I crapped on for the first couple of years, but then I grew to like it because it got because of something you told me, and then um, I was like, okay, I'll deal with it. It's the same thing that 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 you know, that gun just told everybody. Hey, if it doesn't fit in our in our regular line, it's Elseworld. And that was the thing I didn't think of when you told me about it. I, like I, I was crapping on it because of my notion of what the origin is, and then when it's completely changed, I'm like, I go, oh, and then I was like, that's why I hated it. I didn't watch it for the first couple of episodes, actually fifteen, maybe see first season. Who's this guy? I always like to look at these. Well, he's a he's a, like a old school alum, uh, Star Trek alumni. Been tons of Star Trek, but uh, was he just mostly TV, or did he do? Something? Oh no, no, he did movies. He was in Independence Day, Liar Liar, Patch Adams, uh, Pearl Harbor. He uh, was just in a for for all mankind. Came I haven't out last got, year. Not gotten into that show as of yet, and I keep hearing it's really good. Hmm. Yeah, he's he's on there. So yeah, he's he's been around a while. Um, like I said, yeah, primarily like I think like he's most known for he's done a lot of Star Trek roles. Enterprise, Star Trek Enterprise. He was on that for a little bit. I think he was on Deep Space Nine, Voyager. 
There we go. <laughs> Something about the way he films shots too. I don't know what it is. Like it's like we talked about it before in last month with the with the lighting for Halloween. This guy sort of does like the same thing, but does it in his own way. Dark amber colors. Uh, why are you drawing a picture of your mom, dude? No offense. Oh my God. <laughs> I was going to say there was a little knapsack kind of like mask she had in her desk there. It looked like the mask from Trick or Treat. So her mom, we've done a movie with uh, with her mom in it already. We have? Yes, one that you would... You were dying to do. Dying to do. Flash Gordon? No. We've done so many. Like like we did it last year. Um Flight of the Navigator. Yes. She was, oh, that's her mom. Yeah, that's the mom, yeah. Oh wow, okay. She was no, also I... she was also remember I think I even mentioned like she's in the right stuff. She was the uh the bitchy one from uh Witches of Eastwick. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's got that bitchy face. No offense to the actress. She just she's got the bitch face. And she has won and nominated like, tons of uh, daytime Emmys and primetime enemy Emmys. She's a an alum of uh, horror movies for for quite a while. Uh, as a child actress, she was in the uh, the Children's Hour as well as the Birds. Um, mm. She was also in the seventy eight version of the Invasion of the Body Snatchers. I believe that movie was remade three times. Which one? Body Snatchers. Yeah, and then sometimes they were like remade with a different name too. So, yeah, it's got a couple of remakes. Hmm. That's a New Orleans house for you. Yeah. Don't go up there.
So you got to go back in time now. Remember when this movie came out? 95. Controversy going on out in L.A. at the time. Big trial. O.J. Simpson. Yeah. I remember there that was, well. There was a poster that originally started advertising for that for this movie, and it was uh, taken down because it was uh, had a black man stalking a white woman. They felt this controversial, so they changed the original poster to something a little less controversial. Yeah. Man, I thought the bird was talking. Like, what the, what the hell? They should have just used the poster with the uh, his his kind of like his symbol, or like that big giant mouth. I mean, the one I'm familiar with is where it's like the honeycomb and Candyman, and then she's like inside of him, like like inside of the shape of his body. It's another cool poster. I used to collect tons of movie posters. I don't. I think I have some still, but that was back when I was collecting like four or five. I, I like literally on the back of my room wall right now. I have a um, the um, what you What's the uh? Shit, I feel like an idiot right now. Uh, the um, the Klingon ship. Uh, Birds of prey. Bird of prey. I got like a bird of prey poster in the back here. It's pretty cool. So. But that's when I think movie posters were at kind of their height. Great drawings. And nowadays it's kind of like just Photoshop and stuff. I'm just and, and, they're, and they're all the same freaking like three yeah. styles. Yeah. I mean, yeah, literally like anything Avengers has done, everybody else has done. You know, everybody's standing in a pile of people and facing different directions. Or it's like just the title of the movie and like a, a dark background and in a different font. So. No, I was the same way when I was growing up. Uh, yeah, I was like my I had no bare wall in my in my bedroom. Like it was completely <laughs> covered. Not only that, when I was like I mean like when I say covered, I was like one was on the top, one was on the bottom, top, bottom. Like I had no bare walls whatsoever. And same. I was a, and I was a musician. I was practicing, you know, band you would think I'd have band posters all over the place, you know, like your typical you know, teenager. Now all over, and then I had some saved. Like I would, I would rotate them out and change them out and stuff. And uh, it was always the hard thing to, to like, because at first I used to use tape, and then I discovered, uh, let me just try it with thumbtacks because our walls were so thick that I had to use tape, so it was tough getting them down. But I too rotated, like I got bored, like just move them here. Yeah. And, and at, at our local video store, that way I was on the list of. <laughs> I'd walk in, they're like, yeah, and as as, as I was checking out, like, got any posters you want? Yeah, that one, that one. Well, that one's already taken. Like, okay. But I, I knew where I knew where they kept the names, mm -hmm. so, so I would always look and see if anybody had had uh, had taken it yet. That's wild. They had a waiting list for posters. Not not so much a waiting list, but you first come first serve. If it was up on the wall and I wanted it when they took it down, I had to let them know. I got a um a Batman poster from for eighty nine Batman. I got that, but I didn't buy it. Um. I found it in it was like one of those murals in the bus stop or I guess they had thrown it out and I found it in the trash can. I took it and it wasn't it wasn't too bad of a shape, just a massive tape job and I I remember that was my one first Batman poster. Yeah, my I think I got my brother to start collecting or he, he bought a he bought a Batman poster, but like the one that was in the cardboard and 
like wrapped, so it was like in pristine. And I, I'm walking, I'm walking in with like four rolled up posters and tubes, and like. <laughs> oh, so we got back his shrine, a little bit different from the first one, but still just as scary. <laughs> and you had the, a different version of like when he would in the first one where he where she's going into Virginia Madsen is going to that bathroom, and he's so she's sort of just walking out of his mouth. This one, you can see um, Kelly, when she goes, she opens a different room, and she, he's kind of, like, going inside the mouth downstairs. So you still have it, but, you know, just touching things up. You know, the movie posters aren't that much now. I'm looking at them. Obviously, I mean, no, if, you, no, 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 if no. you get vintage ones, yeah, but, I mean, if you get, like, well, like some of these already reprinted ones, there's not bad See, the thing is with, with with posters nowadays i mean obviously you can't do what you did before hang them like you know wall just cover it up i would have to be picky about it who the hell says you can't just fucking cover it up? i don't know man i just I, <laughs> that's, I don't that's know. you making up that rule for yourself <laughs> well, i don't know it just seemed weird to like po just poster my entire house with po with po movie posters Hey, any any chick that hangs out with us already knows, like you know, that we're about to whack, <laughs> and and they got to be whacked to hang out with us, let alone enter <laughs> enter our home. So yeah, they would know, like, oh boy, yeah, they would have questions, and not like in a creepy way. I'm just like, what? Yeah. Is this? But they yeah. would like the lights. Yeah, would like the lights. I mean, once I get my own place, I'm decorating it the way I want it decorated. There will be movie posters up. There will be my comic books in frames in the in the hallway where normal people would put fucking a picture of a fence. Nope, it's gonna be my first edition Howard Duck. That's what's going up. So, gotta put the Hulk one up too. Oh, the they're ghost. all going up. No, they're all. There's no. No, they're, they're all going up. I've even got some that I've never hung up that are. Like, How many are you gonna put up? I mean, what do you think? Like all of them. Like I got a lot of wall. <laughs> when I find a place, I'm gonna hang them all up. Then I gotta get my shelves for my books, and then my figure. I mean, yeah, like I said, it's it's gonna be my place. Like, fuck fuck anybody else's like opinion about decorations. Almost fifty. I'm not really concerned too much about it. So, gotcha. <laughs> I'm sure you're not either. No, no, I'm just asking. I just wouldn't hang up too many of them. I'll kind of be particular in my movie posters. I would, now, if you're talking about figurines and like comic books, that's a different story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but like movie posters, that would be really kind of choosy. I would only hang four. I already know which ones it will be. OG Godfather. First Avengers film. First Batman film, Big Trouble in Little China. That's what I'm hanging. See, I really thought you would have gone with a uh, Buck Rubante. I could rotate the posters. <laughs> Actually, Buck will be good for the bathroom. You know, I was thinking about the thing you were telling me about the uh, on the green room. No, actually, actually, what I'm going to hang in my bathroom right above the toilet. Is gonna, I was just is, is going to be the from the from Star Wars the the uh, the, the 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 trajectory aiming computer. Oh, that'd be kind of cool. <laughs> right above the bathroom. Make sure you aim. I was, Make sure I you was aim. Gonna, I was going to kind of steal your idea that you were talking about the other day with the um, 
uh, Silence of the Lambs with the pit and the oh, yeah. uh, the bucket. Well, that goes oh, that goes in the living room. Yeah, that just goes in the, in the random corner <laughs> of the living room. <laughs> or you could get away with that in the toilet, but put your extra toilet paper in the in the basket. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like an extra roll, a place to keep your teepee. Where, 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 where's your toilet paper? In the basket. Basket. <laughs> nope. I can hold it. Get it. Get a fly swatter. It's gone. It's the south. I don't think anybody would stop and look at a bug in the south. All right. We have them. I heard down south is worse, though. Oh, like, here, get them. Oh, yeah. Miami. Yeah. In Miami. I heard it's like really bad. Like, we, like, like, roaches around here are, are cute. Like, the roaches down there are just, like, freaking... Dude, the roaches down there own like their own apartments. <laughs> they are. I, I was I was sleeping at I was down at my dad's. He lived in Hollywood, and I, he lived in an older home, so it was um, not a central AC. So we had to keep the windows open. We had the you know the the AC well, the wall unit AC they had to turn on. And it was midsummer, and I'm laying on the couch. I got my hand flipped over on the side of the couch, and I just something keeps keeps hitting my palm. God. And I'm like, what is that? And I look, and it's this fucking palmetto just trying to go through my hand. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> and my ex-wife, she went down there with me, and uh, she she lasted a, a little bit until I discovered there was a a roach in the closet. And I tried to hide it from her, but she found out what it was. I think I found it at like five in the morning. I she's like, nope, I'm out. <laughs> I was like, you're gonna wait? She goes, no, I'm out now. I'm packing right now. I'm, you. I know it's your dad, but I'm out. Like, okay, bye. See you next time. Yeah, man. Ruthless. Well, she's from Sweden. I mean, she, she, oh. she ain't used to that shit. Oh, is that what it was? I thought you were oh, like... No, yeah. oh, no, 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 no. It was the roach. She's like, no, no. Yeah, guys, not a lot of trivia in this movie. Like, there's not yeah, a lot was... of backstory or anything to this. Hello. Hard to find anything. But I got to say this. So out of all the movies we've watched, and we've watched Halloween up to this point, and um, that other movie, which I shall not name because I couldn't sleep that night. <laughs> But all the movies we've watched have been like as far horror movie wise, and they're a little bit older films. And I get it. Sometimes with time, they, they kind of lose stuff. They don't hold up. They've all been really good, like really good, like strong stories. The characters have been pretty good. Scares have been good. Look at Candyman. He, what a suave dude he is. I mean, just you know, disregard the fact that he has a hook on his hand. 
Do you feel any empathy for him? Is that one of the reasons why he's kind of liked as a slasher killer? Because you could have empathy for him and you wouldn't be wrong? In like the story now that they're telling, they're telling his backstory. Yeah, there, there's yeah, that's where you'll have you'll have empathy there. But and do you think that's a reason? Like a lot of the villains today have that. I guess some do and some don't. But like a lot of them, like some villains are like just straight evil. You know what they want. But then you have these villains which I like, which you know you kind of under oh they're not evil by ch- choice. Yeah, get the hell out. Ugh. I don't know what's worse when he kills somebody. The actual hook or the actual when he starts moving the hook. Oh, and I was wrong. This is the uh, I was talking about the actor. Her. This is a different actor that I was talking about that did all the Star Trek stuff. Oh, it wasn't that gentleman, it's right? Not there. there. Yeah, I was like, I was like, wait a second, this isn't him. Um, this guy, again, a lot, and he's been in a lot. Uh, Hunt for Red October, Thumb and Louise, uh, Candyman. He was also in uh, Ghostbusters. He was the violinist that uh. That uh, that um, Sigourney Weaver was seeing, right? Huh? That's the one that Sigourney Weaver was yeah, with. Yep. Which I think, I mean, I'm not sure because you only know, they in the second movie he has she has a son. I think that guy is the father of that kid. Well, they never say, but all she says is it's a, not a violinist. So yeah, it so could, I, be, I, yeah, it could be him. Yeah, it's not a not a stretch. I mean, it's not a big deal. I'm just saying, like. He's currently, and I'm surprised you didn't catch it. He's a AG Stewart from Yellowstone. Is he? Yeah. 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 You gotta realize he's you know older, gray. By the way, I just want to give Mike a little credit because Yellowstone is a great show. I'm sure it's nothing big to some people because it's been watched by millions. But I was kind of late on the train on it. Didn't make a podcast like Game of Thrones. I just went through it and um. It's really good. <laughs> really good. It was funny because I um I was texting one of our common friends, Melissa, a couple of months ago. I so said how good it was. You got to watch it. And she's like, yeah, I don't want to watch that. And then I was like, you know what I want to do? This show makes me want to just quit my life, live in a ranch, get up at 5 o'clock in the morning, just tend to cattle. And her response was, you would be dead in the first day. <laughs> I like it. Well, at least I thought it. You'd just be living steady slickers is all. (laughs) (laughs) I'm on vacation. You know what? Touche.
go to bed. I love that. That's good acting there. She's spooked. She hears that name. As far as like slasher killers, where does he rank, you think? Candyman? Yeah. Or just you know, your opinion. I mean, I don't know. Definitely not top three. Really? Not even top three? You're gonna you're gonna negate Pinhead and Jason no. and Freddy. No, I I, I would call. Well, we're talking about personal preference. Right. I would put him in I would, to me, I put him in top three. Really? But that's yeah. He's not number one, but he's he's at least he's number nah, three. I don't care. I don't know. But I put like, like it's funny because I put him third, pinhead four. And then uh the top two I I, I just kind of flip flop. Just depends what mood I'm in, like. Uh, so, I got, so, so who, who's your top two then that you flip? Well, Freddie's five, but uh, Michael and Jason are uh, number one and two. It okay. just depends what mood I'm in. So Freddie's five. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I just felt like you know, and I, I know it's the way he was supposed to be. He's just a little too goofy sometimes. Who? I mean, it's uh, that Freddie. I mean, uh, that that's what he is. I get it, but to me, like the other four were just either just straight, or you know, or you like the suaveness, or you had like Pinhead was all like the kink stuff, sexuality, and that to me is my top five. But definitely, he's up there. Damn, must be a good song. Oh, man. Whoa, whoa. Go crazy there. What's going on? I let him in. There's another horror movie that came out this week, which I'm interested in. 
It's a, a Shyamalan movie. Shyamalan, Shyamalan, Ding Dong, Shyamalan, Ding Dong, yeah, with Batista in it. So yeah, no, not, you and I were talking about that the last episode. Yeah, okay, about yeah. The, the end of the world, like they have to kill somebody or like billions die. Yeah, I'll check that out. I said it had, I saw, it, it had a an us vibe when I watched the trailer. Yeah, very yeah, very us. And I just finished watching the uh, the plane with Gerard Butler. You know, typical '90s action flick. But when I was watching it, you know, Michael Coulter's in that film, Luke Cage fame. And um, with everything happening at DC, I thought like, hmm, you know, who could Michael Coulter play in DC if he were to come? And then I thought of one name: Martian Manhunter. I think he could do that. More John Jones action. Yeah, possibly. Like they got a they they got a long way to go. They're like I know they're not they're not close to John Jones or anything. And idea what they're doing. But I do have a theory. I have a theory, I think, what their first story is going to be. Because I think they hinted at it when they were announcing Green Lantern. I think they're doing Darkest Night. No, I, I, that's, no that's too... That's I'm just too thinking deep, first no. chapter, Gods and Monsters. The Lantern TV show is about to uncover a mystery that is affecting the whole DC universe. It's just a theory. I mean, they could go somewhere else. I don't think they're doing Crisis. They're already doing Flashpoint right now to end this first universe. Robbie. Spider-Man. That's Spider-Man. Sam Raimi's. I liked him as Robbie. He was good. Hey, Peter, let me go talk to Jonah. <laughs> There's a painting you have to get for your apartment. That right there. When you walk right in, bam. Those are also some dope drawings, though. Oh, damn. That music is so, so good. And what I like is every single slasher. I mean, obviously it's different films, but for my top three, they're totally different, like tonally and music wise. You had 
Jason, who was a ch 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 Then Michael had the, the synth. And then you have, you know, the Candyman, and he is more like more gospely almost. No, this is more chamber music. Okay. Yeah, it's because that's what this guy's known for, too, is he's known for chamber music. That's, yeah, that's it. See, that's, I knew, I know it was a gospel. I don't know it was something else. I'm drunk. I'm stupid. Please let me. <laughs> I forgot that. <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm surprised you haven't done that to anybody. Or have you? What? <laughs> no, I was asking if you magic marked somebody like that. Oh, we never magic marked them, but we put signs next to them. And in fact, I had a sign put next to me one day. Oh. I got stupid. Usually said another customer served by us. Oh, really? Another, another, yeah, usually you get another satisfied customer. Did you get, um, did you ever get Steve-O? Hmm? No. Did you ever get that? I like the fact that when you go into the nighttime shots, well, of evening shots, it looks very similar to the nighttime shots you had in the first film. Like, literally. All you're doing is just changing the scenery. You updated the little mural right here instead of, like, the giant mouth. It's something else. It's more cathedral-like now. Or in the first one, you're, like you were saying before, it's more in that urban area. Oh. He was looking for the candy man. Sorry about that. Now, if you guys are big Supernatural fans, this little, um, I guess, what are they called? A hot dog stand or whatever over here? Slushy stand? If you're watching the Winchesters, which is a little hit and miss for me, but this stand right here, because they film in New Orleans, is the same stand that is the DJ kind of a, a 
it's it's a DJ house or whatever. They play records and stuff. Like a DJ radio. It's a radio station. Exact same place as this one we're seeing right now. So I just recognize that shot. I can go for a slushy cone. What was your favorite taste colors, guys? Hmm? Blue, red. I was more cherry guy. Thibodeau. Name Thibodeau. That's such a Louisiana name. Thibodeau. LaCroix. Royce. I believe this gentleman right here I'm not even going to look this one up. He was mostly a TV actor. Tons of TV series, if I'm not mistaken. A lot of guest stars. I believe he was in an episode of Supernatural. I think he played one of the hunters. Not sure what season. Probably a three or four. But yeah, that's the Supernatural tie-in to the, uh, that little building right there. I know you haven't watched the Winchesters, but this building right here. I was saying is the um one of the radio stations it's a supernatural like literally the same building i mean the winchesters whatever oh look at that from a bar to a voodoo shop Look at that. A voodoo cave action. And now we get a little more backstory. So what, does he make more being a freaking uh, slushy cone salesman or like a witch doctor that he is? That's a cool mask right there. Well, it's a cover-up, you know. You know, you get like pizza, pizza places that are, you know, like really undercover, you know, drug, drug places. And this is a, you know. Yeah, the cannoli stand was the, the mafia crime boss hangout. So. You know, so, 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 you know, an icy stand that happens to be the front for a, you know, witch doctor. Sounds legit. Yeah. 7-Eleven, you know, runs a drug chain. Cocaine. Makes sense. 
Uh oh. Yeah, you're screwed. Man, you know he's coming, and it's still a little jump scare. It's almost like a wrestler when he comes out of the ring. They have, to have that little video Titantron stuff of like all these great things, and then also pow, he appears. Oh, man. Yeah. Run, dude. Break in, man. Uh oh, here comes Wish David Boreanis. <laughs> well, I guess he doesn't like the painting. Not a fan. Wish David Morales. Good Lord. Oh. Damn. And those bees got to him fast, too. It's a trailer shot right here. Cool visual, though. There we go. The alleyways of New Orleans. Come on, Al. That ain't gonna help. I like the way he says that his delivery, a daughter. Menacing as hell. No, I believe later, well, not too much later, I think pretty soon, we're going to see that whole story of Daniel Robitaille, a.k.a. Mr. Candyman.
Hey, Robbie. Hmm. Yeah, they they know not to mess with Robbie. They uh uh. Look how bright that cross is. It's a showtime church. It's me. Yeah, and you can you got people killed. Damn. A fancy birth certificate. What? You're not, not going to go with her? That's messed up. Man, I haven't seen one of those crypts since I saw the beginning of, uh, was it, uh, Queen of the Damned, when they had the quick flashes of how the stat was being reborn. Which I wonder if they'll get to on AMC. If they're intermingling the two stories, I don't don't think I'll go that far. <clears throat> you may get that. God, if they go another, if they do four seasons, maybe. Because they got to, they're probably gonna have to cross over pretty pretty soon. No, not really. No. You don't think that, what they're, they're, no? Do they still? You gotta realize, man. They're they're only halfway through the first novel in interview. They got their second season is going to be the second half of that novel. That that's that's only novel one of out of fucking fifteen novels. I think she made in the vampire series compared to the, compared to the three she did in for the Mayfair witches. I didn't get to talk to you about the ending of an uh, interview with a vampire. Now, was that in the book that um, Louis and um. Armand got together, or is that just for the show? No, they 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 do. But when it came to that that time frame, they were no, were no longer together. You got to yeah. remember, Armand uses just like he sort of did in in the other movies. He tries to connect with a somebody born of that time, so he has a connection, can un, can get an understanding. So that's why at the end of the movie, the interview with the vampire movie. 
when you see Lestat jump Daniel, that's not really what happened. It was Armand that became interested in him because he wanted a connection to the time. Oh, okay. So, but yeah, that they're Armand and Louis were on again, off again, just like uh, just like um, Lestat was with him at the beginning. But yeah, that it's not a something. I'll tell you what, man, like. To this first couple episodes, you see the love between them, which is, you know, it's genuine. It's like a love-hate. But when it turns to hate, less episode, I think it's eight or seven, where he just beats the living hell out of Louis. It's frightening. It's still love. It's not a hate. He doesn't hate Louis. You have to understand, Lestat's the, 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 the consistent and, like, literally textbook narcissist. He's a narcissist. You love me, and I'll love you. I love you. But he's manipulative as shit. Yeah, he he is. Yeah, yeah, he is big time manipulator. Oh yeah, so yeah, no, he's like, like he's a, he is a textbook narcissist. When people like ever want to know what that is, just look at Lestat. And the plan they used to get you know just to basically just succumb to him was really kind of genius too. I was like, oh okay. And like her and Claudia got together, and I love the guy who plays Daniel still. Like I love the fact that he just. He calls Louie out on his bullshit every single time. He's like, yeah, so it was like this. And Louie has to respond in such a way. Such a good show, by the way. If you guys haven't seen it, do watch it. Like, I had my misconceptions about it because I was a big fan of the movies. And this one is like, oh. You were a big fan of Queen of the Dam. You weren't a big fan of the (laughs) You're right. I did not like anytime. Interview. Anytime I mention anything about interview or any, you're always you're 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 hard on for Queen of the Dam comes out. I'm like, it's dude, that's not that's not the book at all. No way, no how. They they took three novels and crushed it together. That is that is a horrible representation of the novels. Good movie, but a horrible representation of the. I'm those sure, like I'm horrible. I know. I'm, I'm sure the book readers hate it, but like, no. When I say it's a mash, it's like Mar. Yeah. Marius didn't make Lestat. The violin was not some random chick on the beach. That was that was Lestat's lover before he became a vampire. It, like I said, it is just a bastardization. It's not oh they changed this. No, they bastardized the living shit out of it, dude. It's not the book at all. I still like it though, man. It's I know, it's just, I know. It, you, it, 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 it's fun. It it, I mean, it, 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 it leans towards your your fantasies and your and your and your interests. I get why you get like it. Oh, when I tell you it is nothing to do with the, with this. And every time you're like, oh, when's it gonna happen? It's not. That's like so far no, off. I know. It's I know. So far off, dude. <laughs> I, just, I know. I just like yeah. that film. I understand you do, but you seem to latch on to something about. <laughs> Open your mind up. Go read a book. Sorry, I'm gonna be a dick right now. Go read a fucking book. <laughs> it'll it'll open your mind up to the so much bigger world. I got a Kindle, so I'm gonna, yeah, I'll, I'm gonna go back. No, and no, you're not. You'll don't drag your feet like you've been doing forever. <laughs> I know you. <laughs> no, I've been, I've been, I haven't. Been, the last thing I read was it. Oh man, is that has it been a year? Shit, it might be a year. Yeah, I have to get back. I kind of miss it. I kind of miss when we were doing the poll list and all that. Like I used to, but then comics just got into a, just a drawl and nothing was interesting. Read a book, not just comic books, dude. Read a book too, man. I still, I still read comic books. Dude, I've read seven books this, this year already. And I'm not including a comic book, comic books I've read. So just oh, crack a book open. Won't bite. Okay. 
I told you a couple of great ones, you should, great series you need to get into, especially for your love of, like, John Constantine. You need to get into the Dresden Files. If you if you love Constantine, because he's, he's basically a copy of that, but he, he does it here in America, and he's a much more of a smart ass than John is. Really? Oh, yeah. And they, they, and, they, and, they, and they make references to pop culture all over the place. And yes, they had a show which was nothing like the books. I was just going to ask was, you. It was, yeah, it was crap. Yeah. Yeah, they, they attempted to do something and they just, I don't know what they were thinking. Hmm. And they're inner quick, easy reads too, man. They're, they're, I can burn, they're only like 300 some pages. Oh, okay. Yeah, if, not, well, yeah, yeah. All right. See, I'm thinking you're reading like 500 pages. Uh, no, dude, no, no. Like the Dresden Files, hey, three, three to three, three to three fifty. I'm, on, I'm on book. I'm on book eleven right now, and I started last year. All right, three hundred pages. I could, I, I could do three hundred yeah. pages. It's not a big deal. And again, you want you don't want to put them down because they're they're so they're fast paced, entertaining. Like I said, and it deals with like magic and vampires and like. And again, it's literally he even he, the, the author's like, no, I, I, I like Constantine. <laughs> I copied Constantine. I'm going to be fascinated to see where James Gunn is going to put Constantine. Everybody talks about the big three, who they're going to choose in this new world. Yeah, that's going to be hard. Know, you already know. He's already set it up. You don't, you're asking like a kind of a redundant question. He's introducing Swamp Thing. But there. And, they, and honestly, he's they're still sticking to the uh, to the J.J. Abrams uh, ideas. If you haven't noticed, remember Abrams had an, a Lantern show coming out. All right, they just picked that up. They had they had they had he was working on a Justice League Dark. Well, let's start off with one character, Swamp Thing. He said the only thing I, different I see I see him doing is picking these oddball groups like he did with Guardians. You know, which, which it could work. It could work, man. Like it could work with Guardians. You don't know. Yeah, but the, the one, the authority is, how can you have a an anti-Justice League group before there's even a Justice League? I, dude, I don't know. That, but one, that one gets me. I'm like, dude, it, how are you? <laughs> like, literally, the authority is is like a, a is a is a commentary on how the how the Justice League would be if they go bad. Well, you how can you how can you have a movie about that if you haven't had the Justice League yet? I don't know. That's, I don't know. Maybe maybe they do like the reverse Avengers. They build the authority first and build up to the Justice League. I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, like just, it's strange. It's a weird call, but yeah, it piques my interest when it, when you go off the cuff. Not like that. No, that's that's, 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 like, that's why I'm having issues with him on that because he likes to do he likes to go and dig deep and like do these like nobody characters because I don't think there's enough fan base to bitch about it. Yeah, because they don't know who the fuck they are. So, oh, let me go watch it out of interest. So automatically, curiosity is going to make people go in there like, oh, what is this? And then the first thing he's starting with is like some obscure fucking monster squad. Creature commandos? Yeah, I'm like, I don't know. I just... Again, if I told it's, you it's not was... just it's not just him. It's that his, he's a co-creator, so everybody's like, oh, James Gunn, this. No, it's not just James Gunn. Give the other guy credit, too. Oh yeah, Peter Saffron, of yeah, course, of course. Yeah, yeah of course. No, I think I just it's different, but I want to see what they're gonna do. I'm like the first movie's gonna be the big key. 
I don't set the like topic. I said the other day. I think he's got he's crossing his he's already causing confusion as to what's happening. Like how what he laid out is confusing as it is. Shazam, Flash, then Aquaman two. So Aquaman two is still part of the the old. So like that's that's where I'm like, what, what are you doing? Yeah, because he's taking over at a time when you're ending one universe and building another. That's what I, I said. He should have just let everything end. Let, let everything end. They could have just readjusted the release dates, let Flashpoint be last, and then start your new shit. Honestly, yeah. If they would have flip-flopped the release dates, that would be more That's ideal. That's what they but... need to do, but instead he's he just seems like he's making things like just more challenging. I just... Well, it's going to be interesting, though. It's going to be very interesting to see what they do. So have you caught up on Mayfield yet or no? No, the Mayfair. No. Mayfair. I, I'm sorry. I keep saying Mayfield. I don't know no, why. Yeah, I keep... yeah, no. It's okay. But no, I haven't. No. My bad. You just got to break every mirror in the uh, New Orleans, I guess. How big are the Expanse books? Oh, the Expanse books? They're... Uh, are they 500 plus or like 300 oh, yeah. as well? No, no, they're, they're about thicker. 500. Yeah, five, about five. A little bit. Between five and six. I'll start with 300, I think. It's more doable, more feasible for me. The one thing I'll give you with the Expanse books that makes it easier to digest, especially coming back, because that's those were the books I, I started with that, I, that brought me back into reading, was that the, the chapters are so short. So you feel like you're moving along and cruising. Oh, it goes at a quick pace, then. It's like... Yeah, but because, like, the, 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 um, the chapters are, like, you know, four or five pages long. And then you jump to the next one, four or five pages. Jump to the next one. You might have a, you know, you might have a, like a ten-page chapter, or something like that. But yeah, most of them, are, most of them are really quick, and it's kind of cool. Like, if you stop at a chapter, most of the chapters start off with how the last chapter ended. So if it's like you and I having a conversation, your chapter ten is your point of view. Chapter eleven is my point of view of this conversation. We're just oh, so it's like right away. Yeah, it's it's like, yeah, yeah. Well, so most of them are, and then you have some you know, that'll jump time, but. Well, for, sometimes for the most part, that's like if you stop in the middle and you go and you come back and you're like, oh, what what happened? It just tells you right there, like in the first paragraph. Okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, like I said, and it's and because they're short reads, they're quicker. I think because of who they were, who they were associated with, they, the two authors for for uh, the Expanse were working with uh, George R. R. Martin throughout the whole uh, Game of Thrones thing. So they, uh, I think they saw kind of how he did and. Like improved on it. Okay. I think I'll start with Dresden then. Yeah, no, I think you, Dresden will fit you better because again, like the the character himself is something I know because he's very Constantine esque. Even even walks around with a with a duster. But again, it's an American version, so you're going to have more things you'll be more familiar with. It takes place in Chicago, 
you know, and, but and like I said, it makes a lot of like pop pop culture references. It makes com reference to Star Wars, Star Trek. I mean, just you think they'll? Do you think maybe Gunn can get like uh, Del Toro on the phone and say, "Hey, man, you know this guy's gonna do Swamp Thing, but I want you to do Constantine." I'm sure. I mean, him like I after what he did with Hellboy. Oof. I mean, I know who they're looking at right now for the Swamp Thing, but I can see him doing Swamp Thing. Mm -hmm. But the guy that they have, they're looking at Mangle right now. He would definitely do it. Yeah, he will do. He'll do a killer job. But I think what they need to do is basically what they did in the show is like show the not just Swamp Thing, but show that there's another world out there. Because I mean, really, the story of Swamp Thing isn't his origin story at all. It's about him being one with the Green. All but the yeah, green. yeah. That's that's what I mean. When you look at most like superheroes, their origin story still interweaves with who they are through it. You know, you look at how Superman is, you know, being the being the immigrant, you know, being the outcast. That still plays into some of his stories. Same thing with Batman, being you know an only child, and you know things take that sort of plays through everything. Swamp Thing really isn't. I mean, people look at the you know the original movie. It wasn't you know it was a love story that doesn't fit into. The swamp thing. I hope they don't. I don't hope they don't do that. I know they're going to have to humanize him in some way, but I don't. I hope they don't do it too much, because that's I, what makes him so great. Is he's so detached from human. He could. And he's he not, could give two shits about us. He's more about. Yeah, he's more yeah. about these. He yeah, tolerates the humans. <laughs> like, but he doesn't like. Him. Oof, gruesome scene. Dude, great, great effects. They've been fake sawing people's hands off for decades. I think they, I know, they, they should I have know. it down by now. <laughs> with this kind of with this kind of movie, it better be a good damn effect. Yeah. Man, these kids, these people were dicks. No wonder he got mad. Oh. See, no wonder he's pissed off, man. Call me Candyman. Mofo.
Look at that. Oh. See, now you gotta you gotta root for the guy. Like shit, he went through hell. Yeah, but they didn't explain why he had to say his name five times. Jeez. Look how suave he is. This is what Blackula tried to be, but couldn't. Oh, you got to realize when Blackula was made. I know. I know. <laughs> You're talking about a whole another I'm time. Saying, You're talking 20 year difference. I know. I know. I'm just saying, like, this is what they were aiming for. But I guess when it was made, it was during the 70s. I mean, yeah, really, man. That was during the black exploitation time, so they had a lot of things were different back then. I just remember the look of black. He like, had the afro and he had like the pork chops. So I was like, again, that was the seventies look. Every <laughs> every movie had afros and pork chops. I gotta grow my pork chops. Try that again. Damn. I said that there's that's water from the bayou. I'd be more worried about up the shit coming in through that than the fucking candy man. Yeah. Ugh. Fucking snakes and gators. Oof. Eels? No, not eels. Snakes and gators. <laughs> Hey, why did I get there? Yeah, gotta run, fool. You could have gotten that out of that water anytime. You were just messing with her. Nice little showdown. Man, fight harder. <laughs> no.
Oh. Hmm. Guess they didn't have T2 money. They could have done a better job with that. Oh, I was like, I'm looking. I'm like, hmm. Not, couldn't quite get that T2 money. Have you seen Avatar yet? I told you I won't. No. <laughs> I'm, not going, I'm not going to see Avatar. Will not. No, I'm not either. I'm just curious. Yeah. Okay. I thought you said you already saw it. No, I, I, I refuse to see it. Oh, okay. I hate that movie. Didn't like the first one, and I have no inkling to see the second. You are now kid in play. I think they got a new house party movie coming out. Do they? Yeah. No. I don't want to even know. Like that damn Bel Air series it's on, which is. Actually, I know it came out last month, yeah. Really? Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no, it's a, it's a comedy. It's not a trying them to. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's no, not like no, the no, no. drug... oh, kid and player and our drug dealers. Like, no, eh. no, no, no. All right. Well, yeah, I'll check it out. Hey, where did she move to New York? It's a very cryptic room. <laughs> That kid is cute. That is a cool ass room, though. She looks like, like the girl from Poltergeist a little bit. Yeah. Not sure if that was intentional. Farewell. Like, can that music is so good. I think I have to make a Halloween playlist this year. Maybe we should do that this year. 
Come up with the best Halloween playlist. Oh. <laughs> she came in there real fast. And that is Candyman 2. Farewell to the flat. Haven't seen it in a bit. Still love it. Jones, what do you think? Not a fan. Sorry. No? No, no. I, again, it goes back to I, I, it, too much of the mythology is given away. Really? Too much, yeah. It, it takes away from the oh. character. Yeah, I'm not a not a fan of the movie. I just, yeah, I, I think it's comparing it to number one. Like, there, there are some on this list. Like, yeah, of course, yeah, the sequel's going to be a little less. Like, you you remember me last month, how much I didn't dislike the second Halloween. It, I dislike this one a lot worse. Hey, yeah, all right. Yeah, not a fan of the second one. Just like I said, right. I think it just gave too much away of his history. You don't want to know the origins of your monsters. What was the one thing I said when Joker came out? Granted, it's a great movie, but you you give your you give your villains a heart, you give them an origin. They're no longer scary. I was not scared of him at all. Yeah, mm -hmm. so yeah, you know, the first one, much more scarier. There was you know something and yeah, you heard a little bit about his backstory. In this one you get way too much. And there's no way honey would attract that many bees. They make honey. They don't get it. Now, if you want to get them killed by a bear, do that thing that you did. No. Sorry. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Thanks for holding back. Appreciate that, buddy. No, I'm just saying. Yeah, like all right, I said, that's all good. I, that's what, what you hate is what I like. Yeah. That's what I that's what I like about it. I love when they dive deep oh, into it. Oh, you say that, but then when you come up to a story, you're like, oh, I don't like it when they delve that deep in. So you you... you you're watching the walking the fence there with your uh, with your uh, your opinions yeah. there. So I will take this one. I love the mythology. This one. And I like, I like mythology, but you delve too deep into it, and you turn your you turn your your monster into a hero. Okay, so what I think when in the next film, by the way, we're doing the uh, Candyman the remake. Yes, I think that's what you will like about the next film because it doesn't do this. Like I said, so I don't, I don't, I don't mind a, I don't mind a backstory. No, it's like well, no, it, too it, deep it, of a backstory. It's like, okay, guys, you're, you're. Yeah, okay, I'm with you on that. Like, that's it, what I like about this. But it's, it's you're whatever. making him a sympathetic character, and then he becomes no longer becomes a villain in my mind. He now becomes, a, well, a sympathetic character. Who I don't blame him for acting the way he did for what they did to him. You'll like the next film, though. So, yeah, that's what I'm hoping. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to it. But yeah, like I said, yeah, just wasn't. Very, a, Okay, it's all right. We're allowed to disagree. Oh yeah, no, no. There's a lot of movies that you know, that are on this list. I chose. Not I chose not because I liked them. I just chose because they fit into yeah, what we're doing. Course. I'm not going to expect you to like it. If you don't like it, you don't like no. it. It's tough tickets. Sorry. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Jones, let's get out of here. All right, guys. Make sure you do check us out online on Facebook. Uh, don't forget uh, the rest of this year we are doing horror movies all year long. So we're going to do uh, like Jeff just said. We're going to do Candyman the remake. And we're going to end the month with what the hell did I say? We're going to end the month. Get with? out. Get, Get out. out. That's right. Yeah, that's right. So that one I can't can't wait to see that one. So, some conversation. So. Uh... Mm -hmm.